Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, Ryu had this Stupidest verse, this dude is the truth Now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof I heard from a desk guy 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire in mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of shit That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a comment on his name People keep asking him was it Giving that birthday doesn't stand for an act But no, he's living proof To let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka We all have to play better And we have to get some explosive plays You know, obviously We were unfortunate We could have tied the game up You know, there We just Those plays we need I think our team, uh, I'll, I'll have a better feel of them this afternoon, but I've talked to a lot of the kids today, and, and uh, we lost three in a row two years ago and bounced back pretty good, and I think we will again. Uh, but I don't know that we can continue to do the same things and say, well, we're just going to get better at them. I think, I think we've got to shuffle some things up to maybe ignite a spark into us a little bit because I do think we've got good players uh, and we just got to play better and coach better. All right. Oh, my, that's loud. Welcome into the zone on a uh, terrific Tuesday. It's great to be with you. Wes Moore, Justin Akery, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. Back in the studio today. We're in the studio the rest of the week. And next week we're on the road literally every day. So get ready, boys. Enjoy your time here in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio because you're not going to see it after this week for a while. I'll miss you guys. Oh, buddy. Listen, you'll be there in spirit, and uh, we appreciate you. It's all good. Um, all right, so today we're going to talk about the Razorbacks a little bit. Coach Kong's coming up in a minute. Brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. We'll get his thoughts on what went wrong this last weekend. Just looked up a number. We were talking about the old Miss game already. We've already kind of tried to turn the page a little bit. I'll, I'll give you full disclosure. I'm not in a particularly good mood today about everything related to the to the Razorbacks. I'm normally the optimist, and I normally think, well, gee, it's not that bad. But I'm not feeling very optimistic today. The one good thing is, and I don't give Wes much credit for much of anything, but I will say he made a good point a moment ago, is A&M's defense is better than Ole Miss's. So I feel a little bit better about Arkansas's chances to score points this week. I just looked it up. You know where A&M ranks in total defense in the United States of America and the FBS? I'd say they're top 15 unit. They're top five unit. Try oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They're fifth in the country in total defense. So I didn't look at scoring defense, but they're going to give up some points, I imagine. Um, but they are pretty darn good. 
uh, in total defense. We all can agree that Ole Miss is certainly not going to be confused with Texas A&M defensively. You're not supposed to compare scores, but I did. Sure. Arkansas played LSU tight down in Baton Rouge. LSU played Ole Miss tight in Ole Miss in, in Oxford. So, you know, if you want to look at that as something positive, I think they can play with Ole Miss. I saw something very positive with the defense in the second half against A&M. Uh, they, well, they kept A&M out of the end zone, uh, gave up what the uh, pick six or yeah, the tip pass, pick six, and a uh, punt return for a touchdown. But the defense played a lot better. Uh, they held A&M to two field goals. They missed one, made one. I thought uh, Arkansas started blitzing a lot more in the second half, and they got home. They were hammering uh, Johnson uh, a lot. I mean, they 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 hurt him. And he hurt them. And, and But in the second half, he didn't. Uh, Arkansas did a very good job defensively in the second half. And you go back and look, first half, not a whole lot of blitzing. It was four guys coming, couldn't get there. They started bringing the pressure. That affected the quarterback. And I think that's something uh, they can hang their hat on. And maybe they uh, we start seeing Arkansas be a little bit more aggressive defensively. And outlook. We've seen them sit back and just let teams drive on them now with LSU and A&M in the first half. That's not fun to me. Get after the quarterback and see if he can make something happen, get in his head a little bit and rattle him. You, you're going to give up a big play, get burnt by the blitz from time to time. But I would rather uh, get after the quarterback, especially in college. If you can rattle a college quarterback, good things usually happen for the defense. So I hope to see more out of that uh, for Arkansas, even against Ole Miss and Dart. I know he can run around and make some plays. Mm. But I, I don't want to just sit back there, especially with the secondary. They're not Agreed. good enough. To let the front four is not getting there, and that's the disappointing thing because we thought finally you may have a little pressure. You know, the transfers come in, some guys can put some pressure on the quarterback on their own, but they they haven't been able to do that against LSU or really, um, or specifically Texas A and M. So I, I want them to be aggressive against Ole Miss. I concur. I, I want them to sell out, and that's the thing. If you get beat that way, that's fine. I can live with that. We'll get Coach Conk's thoughts on that, but that's that's how I feel exactly the same way. And that's what I thought we were going to get. This defensive coordinator is known to be a little more aggressive, yeah. right? We just have not seen that uh if mclaughlin's not available we haven't heard anything on him yet no i don't i don't think i heard anything from Pittman yesterday okay yeah he was in concussion protocol so that's a little up in the air i guess yeah so if he's not available again that goes to your point you know he might as well be aggressive up front i'd rather give up a couple of big plays they're going to get their their yeah Ole Miss anyway. is going to score yep you gonna hold Ole Miss in the teens nope are you gonna hold them in the 20s probably not get after them yeah i agree um, yeah, you, this is going to be the only way you're going to win this game is a shootout. You got to outscore them. Yeah, no doubt. 39, 40 you, points. Does it give you any kind of confidence? I, I don't know if I'm more confident, less confident, or indifferent about a shuffling of the offensive line. Dude, what's working or what's happening right now is not working. But you're going to sh- shake it up and you're going to be less experienced and comfortable because guys are going to be playing out of position. And we saw a very brief glimpse of Latham at tackle, and I didn't feel awesome about it. Again, when you're thrust into it in a game versus practicing it all week, maybe it's a little different deal. Yeah, and I think he'll be playing right tackle and not left tackle. But still. It's still tackle, but it's a little bit different. Sure. And Kudis isn't working at right tackle. Kudis is struggling, and I think he that would help the team at center. Kudis has gotten beat a couple times one-on-one straight up for some sacks. Mm-hmm. Not all the seven sacks were on the offensive line after watching it. The running backs gave up two specifically mm-hmm. on blitzing, and that's what A&M did. A&M started bringing the house. Once they realized Arkansas couldn't block, they started bringing five, six guys Let's flip the script. Time. If you're Ole Miss, aren't you bringing heat all night? Very. So, yes, that's the recipe. It's it's now, this is a copycat. You know, they say copycat league. Well, college football, it's copycat. They just saw what A&M did. Here they come. Get ready. I'm clogging every run lane. I'm bringing heat. I'm like, beat me beat me with your receivers one-on-one downfield. You ain't going to do it. No. I mean, I like Armstrong, and I like Tesla, but you just lost your favorite threat. He's out for the... I assume the season. He's out for the next few weeks at least. Um, so Has is what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, unless you make a bowl game, maybe. Yeah. So, I, yeah. yeah, they can't – I don't know how many times at the airport I heard, throw it deep. They got to throw it deep. And I'm like, dude, he got sacked seven times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what did we – and A&M had one deep safety. They kept playing that deep safety. But then everybody else was bunched up. What, what you're going to have to do is throw it to a wide receiver quick – break a tackle, and then go. And I th- think they had that chance with Tesla. It was a bad pass at his knees. They tried it one other time to Armstrong, remember, and the ball was tipped and intercepted. Armstrong was going to be one-on-one on a little quick little skinny post. He catches it, breaks a tackle. He may be gone, but the ball is tipped and taken back the other way. 
661-1037 if you want to hit us up. Uh, our Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Later in the day, we'll get some thoughts from Zach Williams about what they need to do this week and his uh, disappointment. I'm sure that was not the way he wanted to finish his time in Arlington. He's, he was telling us last week he'd played you know games there going back to his uh, his younger days. So... Um, or at least had played in there, I guess, maybe camps and things from, from his younger days. Zach's brought to you by Fence Brokers every week. We really appreciate them. we got the red-white report brought to you by Big O Tires. Pat Bradley will join us, thanks to River City Flooring. I'm going to count the days. Christian, maybe you could look that up. I was about to do that, and then I ran out of time. But how many days till the start of basketball season? Because for a lot of people, uh, turning the page. Does tomorrow count? No. Red-white okay. game does not Sorry. count. The Purdue exhibition, I'm not counting. It's early November, obviously. We're, like, literally a month away, right? Yeah. Like, right at one month? Like, 28 days, something like that. Because it's, like, November 3rd or 4th, I think, is our first game? Maybe the 5th? Um, maybe the 6th. Huh? Maybe the 6th. Maybe. Eli Craner will join us, thanks to Jackalope Cycling, at 11.45. And we've got a actually a really cool deal coming up here at 12.30 that we'll tell you more about a little bit later. So, uh, if you want to join us, come on. Come on with it. I'm sure we'll get coaching here in a minute. We've got more from Coach Pittman coming up also, talking about... Uh, well, a number of things, including KJ's leadership and uh, what, what's going on with the offensive line and how much he can have involvement in that. Let me get Jamie in here we, to start things off. Yes, we have 34 days until we tip off. 34 days. Well, you're right there on the board back there, Wes. Mm-hmm. Let's get a countdown going there. Countdown to Razorback Hoops. I believe. Okay, very good. Jamie, what's happening? Welcome. Hey, guys. Uh, y'all just touched on something that uh, me and uh, some of my buddies have been talking about. Did we not have any concept of what a hot route is? I haven't seen us do anything like that all year long. I mean, A&M was bringing one, two guys from the same side last week, and then our, our receivers just keep running out into the route. All they got to do is turn around and catch the football. I just, I don't even, I mean, it's not that hard of a concept. NFL teams make a living doing it. Yeah. Uh, can we not figure it out? I'd like to think we could. Well, once again, what I just said, that was a hot route, and the ball was tipped and picked off. That's what they were doing on that route. I mean, it was a one, two, three, bam, right across the middle. K.J. was trying to hit him because the linebacker was blitzing from that spot, open spot on the field. The the receiver did what he was supposed to. A&M's linebacker made a good play, got his left hand up there and knocked it down. I just, I've never, but we, everything that we do, we, we, we're not executing. And I'll give you that, yeah, that I've no noticed, doubt. Another thing that I've noticed, uh, you know, this strength and, strength and conditioning coach that we got has, whatever he's doing, yeah, we may be a lot stronger, but we're about two step, steps slower than we were last year. We look like we're walking or running in molasses out there on the field. Mm. And I, I mean, it's the difference in the speed is is unreal. You turn on a different game and you see their guys playing, and you can see it. it it's obvious. I mean, uh, our backs, even you know, they talk about how fast they were running miles per hour wise. You know, beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. No, I'm not seeing it. I haven't seen them run for 20 yards. Usually my eyes do not lie. I've just seen them get tackled at the line of scrimmage. It's it's hard. You know, they were talking about this last night with the – hang on a second, Jamie. They were talking about this last night with the Giants and how they couldn't get any explosives. Well, they couldn't get much of anything, period. But I was listening to the first half, and the game was still, you know, up in the air. When you can't get explosives and you you got to be – execute well with like four and three and five yard plays over and over again, it's hard to do it all the way down the field. It's hard to do in the NFL, much less college. Yeah. Hey, you know, Rocket gets the uh, right there in the first half, gets the screen, you know, screen pass. He gets the open field. And I just, I know he's coming off that injury, guys, but I, it's, the speed is just not there. The acceleration is just not there. I saw a couple of runs uh, where he, he kind of got rolling pretty good. I don't I know. I thought he looked good on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, the screen was like his best play of the game. He looked his most normal there, I would say. Yeah, how, how, how about we throw some more screens? That may be yeah. the move. That's that's slow that rush down, you know. I like that. Yeah. Okay, guys. That's all I got. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it, Jamie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know whatever whatever's going right now isn't working, and you're going to see blitzing over and over again. I would mm-hmm. think. And also, uh, on fourth and one, you're going to see loaded boxes because that's what people do. Sorry. Punt. Mm-hmm. How much confidence do you have in Arkansas outscoring Ole Miss? 
Because that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. Can they score 40 points, 50 points? I mean, can it be a game like two years ago? Yeah. Where, what was the final? 52-51, I believe. Arkansas had a chance to win it with two-point conversion late in the game. And uh, Ole Miss stopped it. Weird things happen, but I, I just don't have a lot of confidence in this team right now. I'm just curious where their mindset is and then where their level of confidence is. And again, it would be easy to be shaken after getting punked like that last week offensively. And again, you're facing a defense that gives up a lot more. It should be more similar to the LSU game mm-hmm. where you're playing a, a quarterback that can really run, uh, isn't a great thrower, uh, but you've got you know one of the best running backs in the league. And he's just kind of starting to get going a little bit. He finally had a big game last week after a slow start. I guess he had some injuries early, too. So, it's scary. I mean, I, I could see Arkansas getting blown out in this game. I could also see him being, you know, being a high-scoring game. I, a lot of it's going to be up to KJ, I think, and where his mentality is because he's taking a lot of abuse right now. Yeah, you know, and it was hard for him abuse. to even get rolling against A&M. And you could tell he was frustrated, uh, just sack after sack after sack. And then, in fact, I think it impacted him in the pocket. Uh, he was probably hanging on to the ball too long. Uh, the few times that he had time to throw, I don't know what he was seeing. I, I wasn't there, and I can't see on TV, uh, you know, if the other receivers were recovered, if he was missing somebody out there that was open and just couldn't pull the trigger. But uh, I like the fact that KJ's going back home. I know this game means a whole lot to him. He wants to show out and, and uh, for all of his friends and family that are able to come to this game or those that are just back home, you know. So he has bragging rights when he does go back home that he was able to beat Ole Miss his last game. Confidence-wise, Ole Miss has got to be feeling really good right now after mm-hmm. beating LSU. And we know Arkansas's confidence is shaky at best. Here's Pittman on KJ's leadership. He's been great. You know, KJ's been here before. I remember, I don't think he'll mind me sharing it was after the LSU game, and I was just talking about we got to stay together. we got to get better. And when I got through, he said, Coach, we've been here before. And it made me feel good, like we've lost two games in a row before and we've come back, and and he said it in front of the team. So our team, our team I think, is resilient. I believe they are, and, and uh, we'll find out as the weeks keep going. But we've got a lot of football left, and – to be honest with you, we need one. We need to, we need to get one, and then that'll that'll help us into something else. But we we need to find a win, and uh, obviously we're going to try like hell on Saturday. I love that. I like those words. Let's hear it, Sam Pittman. I like that. The uh, over under in this game is sixty two and a half. I don't see how Arkansas wins if it goes under. Honestly, yeah, I think that's an easy over. I think mm-hmm. so too. But I haven't really picked many things right this year, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not the guy to ask. That should be your lot. Great. Great. <laughs> That'll jinx it. Uh, my buddy says, I don't think Arkansas's offensive line is as bad as New York Giants' offensive line. Holy blank, mm. did you see that game last night? It, it became unwatchable to the point where it felt like abuse. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to call the police. It was... There was awful a point in the first quarter where I think there was a penalty on three straight plays, and I'm just like, okay, I think I'm done. This is terrible. It was it was really off, bad offensive football. There's no question. Yeah. And Daniel Jones can really run. I mean, the dude can really can run. run. Yeah, that's the thing he's best at. Yes. I would say he can really not throw. I don't know what he was looking at on that pick six. It was very bad, dude. I mean, and the thing is, he and again, it's easy for me to say when you're getting your head beat in all night, it's probably hard to sit there and wait for a, a receiver to come open. But there was a guy that was going to be open on the back line in the, in the corner if he would have waited one more count. But again, when you're getting your brains beat in, it's hard to probably relax. Wait. I will tell you this: thank Jesus for the Manning cast last night. That was the only thing that made that thing even remotely serviceable. Listen to Eli talk to his former center about putting his hands under his butt and. Uh, how they run quarterback sneaks and things like that with the, you know, touching each other on the butt and stuff. And then you had Will Farrell in there. I mean, you had some good pieces in there. That was That's the only thing that made that game watchable. Did you see when Daniel Jones walked off the field and Brian Dable was like, just like, what are you doing? Right. And, and he's walked right by him. Yeah, and then he ended up, like, throwing his iPad. Dable was so upset. It's a mess. feel bad for him. Uh, that's our question of the day, by the way. It, of course, you have to choose one of them. I know you want neither. But if you have to, would you rather have Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones as your starting quarterback? Mm. I mean, Jones has had some good games. He has. Mostly against the Commanders. Zach has had a good game. Daniel Jones had a great playoff game. The victory over the Vikings. 
I try to tell you guys it wasn't that bad, but last night does not prove that. <laughs> how much, Probably why he got the big con- two-year contract. How much better a quarterback does he become when Saquon comes back, though? Better. Behind that offensive line, I don't know how much better. But but if they're pinning their ears back, look, this is like, a, you know how the NBA, like nobody can hold anybody one-on-one? Mm-hmm. If you're going to give a defensive line the ability to come after them because they have no threat of a run game, yeah. it's pretty easy, right? Yeah. Ask a Yeah. Sorry. This is too soon. Sandra, welcome. Good morning. Is it? Guys, I haven't been listening all morning. Look but you. I have a question that's probably pretty controversial, but Ooh. I just really want y'all's thoughts on it. Are we going to get one of our other quarterbacks off of the bench when we can't keep KJ off of the field? I mean, off of being flattened on the field? I think he's going to play as long as he fills up to it. And, I mean, I don't know that Chriswell is a pocket guy or more of a pocket guy, not that he can't run, is going to be the answer right now with the offensive line being shuffled up. So, I think, KJ, they're going to ride him as long as they can, Sandra. I hope they don't have to turn to another quarterback because he gets hurt. Well, I wish that they would turn to another quarterback just to change things up or switch stuff around or or something. I mean, it's... I don't know, just the inconsistencies and stuff. And God love him. I know he's just a kid, but it just gets so frustrating. It's interesting. But I just, I know we've got three others sitting on the bench, and it's like, come on, let's pull a save and let's start working them all and seeing what the others have. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Uh, I hope you have a good day. I don't want to beat Sandra, but... KJ's not the issue. I, I can't tell you how far down on my list of offensive issues he is, but it's it's a ways down there. Yeah. <laughs> if you have KJ, you got nothing. UCA Bear fans, you can hear every game live on our sister station, The Point 94.1. Go purple, go gray, go UCA on The Point 94.1. The Major League Baseball postseason is set to begin today. Four games on the docket. It's the four wild card series with their game ones. The Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays will get things going at 2 o'clock from St. Petersburg. Then it's the Blue Jays and the Twins at 3.30 from Target Field, Minneapolis. Those are the American League series. The National League, the Diamondbacks and the Brewers from Milwaukee, game one tonight at 6 p.m. Then the Miami Marlins take on the Philadelphia Phillies at 7 o'clock from Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Flying in weight in the American League, it's the AL East champion Baltimore Orioles and the AL West champion Houston Astros. In the National League, it's the NL East champion Atlanta Braves and the NL West champion Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Pine Bluff. The Zebras host the Comets of Mills High School. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy an Escalade and probably pay thousands over sticker price. Don't wait to buy your dream car because you can win one this month from Saracen Casino and or Cadillac. Yes, win a luxurious Cadillac Escalade ESV only at Saracen Casino. Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Come on down to Doe's Eat Place at the corner of Ringo and Markham in downtown Little Rock for mouth-watering burgers, catfish, and steak by the pound. Oh, and don't forget our world-famous tamales. Now open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2 for lunch, and Monday through Saturday, 5 to 9 for dinner. Family-owned and operated for over 35 years. And remember, Dozy Place for goodness sakes. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lion's Drug. 
We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lion's Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. For the best in midday sports talk and entertainment, look no further than The Zone with Justin Ankrey and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide, gonna find you and take it slowly, ready or not, here I come, you can't hide, gonna find you and make you want me. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away, those who correlate know the world they kick, jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break When they meet their 400 pound mate If I could fool the world Everyone would have a gun in together, of course When get the up and on their horse Kick around, drinking moonshine I pour a sip on the concrete Put it at least, but no, don't weep Why Clef's in the state of sleep Thinking about the robbery that I did last week Money in the bag, banker look like a drag I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist I think not, I'll send a letter to my friends A born again hooligan, no need to be king again Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide Gonna find you and take it slowly Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide Gonna find you Yo, yo, yo. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke zest. Less, I must confess, my destiny's manifest. In some vortex and sweats, I make tracks like I'm homeless. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. 10.33, welcome back, Coach Conn. Good to be with you. Great to be here. It is a... Uh... Sunny day outside. There's something positive, all right? Last day of summer, I hope. It's over. I hope. It's been over, but apparently Mother Nature never got the uh, calendar. So we are getting some fall-like temperatures this weekend, which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's talk about, um, I don't know, I need a little sunshine from you. Can can you give me anything? Let's let's talk about A&M. Not a lot of sunshine there. You can maybe make me feel a little bit better about the Ole Miss matchup this weekend, but let's start with what went wrong last week. There were plenty of things, and to the point where now they're reshuffling offensive line. So, well, first of all, you got to see what three years of top three to five nationally recruiting looks like, and player development. Um, the Southeastern Conference, without a doubt, and most leagues, but particularly the SEC, uh, is a line of scrimmage league, and. Uh, Wes, you and I were just talking. I mean, they had some dudes up there. I mean, they they had some guys that were in their second, third year. Uh, They looked the part. They played the part. They were physical. So we didn't match up very well there. Um, You had a special teams breakdown. You know, you win the turnover battle and still get beat by two scores. Could have been worse. Um, Not a lot of positives when you only have 174 yards of offense in a college football game. The other team has over 400. Um, you can't run the football. You, you can't really throw it all that well, and so it was a struggle. But it other go- than that, though, yeah, but it goes back to to players. I mean, absolutely, coaching impacts football games, scheme, motivation, those type of things. But you got to have players, and Texas A and M has top level players all over the football field. I mean, they bring in a backup quarterback, okay, that has SEC experience, 
And he made some mistakes, but they really didn't miss a beat, you know, as far as we're going to run our game mm-hmm. plan. You know, we didn't have to water anything down. So it was just a, a, a it was a Donnybrook. I mean, it, it, they, they beat the brakes physically off of Arkansas, and Arkansas made enough mistakes uh, that they capitalized on. And then, of course, the punt return mm. was a killer. But yeah. like you and I were talking, a, if, the, if Armstrong makes that catch, that could have been – a momentum change in Tie the game. game. Third yep. quarter. A big momentum change late in the game there in third well, the quarter. the momentum, it changed, Coach, right? First, you know, what was the first play of the second half, second play, and when you get to pick six, mm-hmm. yep. all of a sudden, you could hear it in the stadium, yep. you could see it on that Arkansas sideline, then they yep. come out and get the fumble. Yep. Momentum had changed. And then you make that catch. Oh, my gosh. Yep. What and happens? That's right. Well, you're playing with some confidence. Even though you haven't played well, at least you have some confidence that yeah, we could, we shouldn't be in this game, but you now we got a chance to to maybe win it. And uh, I've been in some games where we were outclassed and found a way to win, but we did it with great run defense, special teams, you know, taking advantage of turnovers and things like that. And I mean, the better team won. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the better team mm-hmm. won. And now you go play Ole Miss on the road. Uh, which is a rival game, and it's a game that Jefferson always gets up to play in. Uh, but you still have your same sores. You still have your same issues on the offensive line. Um, and schematically, you've got to do some things to, 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 to help with whoever is playing on the offensive line. And you better score 40 or you're going to get run out of the stadium at uh, Vaughn Hemingway. Can they score 40? I don't I, I I mean, I guess. Can they score 30? What did they put up against LSU? I'm not confident. 30? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not super confident about that. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss is coming off a big win, emotional. They're back at home again. Uh, Feels like a 41-31 to me. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas will have to play their best football game of the season, and... Uh, Ole Miss will have to kind of play down a little bit, I think, for and I imagine, be a competitive game. Don't you think they'll come down a little bit? I mean, they were hyped for that LSU game. You saw the way the fans react. I mean, people yep. were excited. They're storming the field. Yep. By the way, did you see that idiot from Ole Miss run on the field yeah. and get uh, a F LSU, he says, and the, the guy lays him out? Yep. Oh. He bounced right back up. I was up. talking about the guy on the goalpost. Yeah. Do you see him do the a The security flip? guy? Oh, no. No. There's a guy on the goalpost standing, watching. and they're like, get down, get down. And he... Falls over, does a flip, tries to do a flip and land on his feet, but landed straight on his tail. Tail. Yeah, Ouch. That. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. That. that sounds awful. Also saw this one security guard in the end zone trying to stop the... <laughs> yeah, and he, he basically whiffs on three guys and he lays a girl at him. Like, a real cool, dude. That looked like the sandbag against the flood. That's why you let them come. That's I right. mean, if you're if they're going to come on the field, your, team, your school's going to get fined. And generally speaking, nobody's going to get hurt except those who deserve it, like idiots who climb goalposts and those who challenge LSU players. Hey, you were asking about positives. Cam Little's been a positive. Centennial's been a positive on the return game. Uh, Fletcher averaged, what, 50-something he yards had a great apart? Day. You know, so I bet he didn't get any love tweets, even though he gets hate tweets when things aren't going well. So those are positive things in the kicking game, but you got to clean up you know, the, the punt return. You know, But uh, there's a lot to work on. They, 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 they do not look like a very good football team right now, and they... The scores indicate that. Anaya Smith is really pretty special, too, well, yeah. though. Let's give him a little credit. Yeah, and I'm sure he was a very highly recruited player. Yes. You know, I mean, it. it there's a lot of four- and five-star players at, at Texas A&M mm-hmm. that are in their second and third year. Um, you give Arkansas any chance this week? Slim. Okay. Yep. And none. And slim. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's move on to Arkansas State. A little more positive there. we got uh, – Coach Jones coming to the Little Rock Touchdown Club next week, and boy, he'd be loving to ride a three-game win streak in. Now, the last two wins have been nice. Any win's a good win, but boy, it looks a little different, doesn't it, Coach? You know, you play uh, Southern Miss and you play UMass. Troy's a different animal now. That's right. Well, <clears throat> let's go back. Rainer, the freshman quarterback, yeah, 556 yards, six touchdowns, I believe, total. Six, yeah. Uh, some National Player of the Week. Should have. Uh, uh, honors, I Even think. against UMass. I mean, he throws six touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Did you see what? the company he was with, true freshman, to throw six touchdowns? Caleb Williams? Yep. Who else? Uh, Justin Herbert. He was good. Patrick Mahomes? Also quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Against well, Arkansas? The, the team ought to have some confidence. Uh, you've won three in a row now, going back to the Stony Brook game. <clears throat> uh, but now you do take on a different animal, the preseason favorite, and a, and a really, really good football team in Troy. Uh, Alabama, uh, you know, against uh, against Troy and Coach Summerall has a really good team again this year, so that'll be tough. But 
you, you, you get a puncher's chance because you're going to roll in there with a quarterback, mm-hmm. with some confidence. You've won on the road this past week, which you haven't done since sometime maybe last year, maybe. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. And there'll be a two-score underdog, I'm sure. 16-and-a-half. Troy's okay. down from last year, though, right? They're not as good yeah, as last year. Yeah, they're not quite as good. But, uh, you know, they got the running back. I mean, they're still a really good football team. And at home... They probably have the best band, uh, honestly, in the state of Alabama. How many tackles are they gonna make? I don't know, but it's it's a loud environment. I've been there. And, okay, uh, they've got a, they've got a fantastic band, so uh, it'll be a raucous a- atmosphere. But give credit to Coach Jones and that coaching staff. They made the quarterback change. They've made other. Ju- they had to change the offense. The guys, zone read guy, play action pass, and so they've changed. They 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 go into this game with some hope and confidence, and uh, this is where they needed to be. The signature win was the Southern Miss. Going on the road, beating up, you know, I mean, Clemson wide receiver plays for Massachusetts. I mean, they had some guys, uh, but to go on the road and win, you've checked some boxes. Uh, A signature win at home with Southern Miss, a road victory against whoever, doesn't matter, and then now you're back into Sunbelt play against, you know, arguably the best team in the league, but you got a puncher's chance. Yeah. I mean, they're the best team in their division, maybe, but not. Yeah, the you other got James Madison and 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 some of those people. Coastal and coastal. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's perfect segue because I want to talk about youngsters and talk about UCA, and it's interesting. So we're doing the the coaches show last night in Conway, and I see this gentleman sitting with Coach Brown's parents, and it turns out it's his uncle who lives in Valdosta, Georgia, <laughs> who was at Nathan's first appearance in college. His parents did not make the trip because he had not been playing. His first appearance is over at Valdosta, and yep. so we started talking about that, and it got me to thinking about when do you make the move on a freshman quarterback who you feel good about, like Coach Jones finally did. It's like, we got to do something else, and you see the, the, the promise there, but obviously starting a true freshman or playing a true freshman significant amount of time is not usually a recipe for success, right? Yeah, and, and you know going back to that, and that's not what we're here to talk about, but going back to that, if you remember, we were starting a fifth-year senior and, and uh, Chris Real. Yep. Who was completing seventy percent of his passes? You know when and Nathan had played in the first couple of games every third or fourth season. But anyway, we made a decision based on what I saw on the field as far as the energy, moving the football team, that kind of thing, uh, with Nathan. And uh, we didn't win that game, but we had an opportunity to win it. Of course, he won't. He threw a pick at the end of the game. But anyway, he moved our. I can bring a bold stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he moved our team significantly. So we made the change the next week and. Uh, the rest was history, but uh, and give Chris real credit, he hung in there and, and continued to contribute to the team. And actually, we probably don't win the conference championship uh, without Chris later in the season. So, it is a very difficult decision uh, for a coach. Uh, in Arkansas State's case, I think they were searching uh, in that particular moment that we're talking about down in Valdosta, Georgia. And I'm glad his uncle was there. Uh, it was a gut feeling on the field watching the performance of a player move a football team. And that's when you know that, okay, we might need to do this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those are hard calls to make. But uh, fortunately for me, it worked out. And, and for Nathan, our football team, and it's worked out for Coach Jones uh, with Rainer. And, uh, yeah. uh, man, he, he's a fabulous football player. And I've seen highlights. And anytime you can put up six scores in an FBS football game, I don't care who you're playing, uh, that's quite a feat. You no just doubt. named the, mm-hmm. the company that he's in. So. Um, back to Central Arkansas now. Will McIlvain, another quarterback, played pretty darn well last week in career highs in attempts, completions, and yards as part of a victory, in a, albeit a close one, out at Southern Utah. They expected a dogfight against a really good defense, but obviously penalties, Coach, and we saw Arkansas do this earlier in the year, too. You can't shoot yourself in the foot. It's hard to win that way. Yeah, I mean, great win, long trip, weather delay, yeah. all the adversity that, you know, as a coach you can point to that we overcame all that and still found a way to win. But and I'm sure what's going on in Conway is exactly the conversation that needs to be happening. Gentlemen, we're walking on an edge that if we continue to have these foolish penalties, and I think they had 147 or 50 yards of penalties, yep. if they continue to do that against better teams, uh, you'll fall off that ledge. And um, this week, uh, great road win. This week, you play Southeast Missouri. Well, they return their top receiver, their top quarterback, their top running back. This will be the first time this year an FCS opponent, in my opinion, all respect to North Dakota State, but that they will see like athletes across the line of scrimmage for them. Big, strong, long, with speed. 
didn't go, go too well last year at Cape Girardeau. That was a uh, you know low point in the, in the season. They yeah. lost. That was a good team that ended up being in the playoffs, and they had a couple of mistakes. They gave up a return, and yeah. there were some yeah. weird things that happened in that game. But and, and you played in a weird place too. Oh my God, their uh, stadium's uh, a mess. Yeah, I called the game from a closet. Yeah, they didn't even let us be out near the field. We were in a closet. They sent us a. They feed. were redoing their stadium last yeah. year. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so. most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'm like, just give me a table and some power. We'll set up on the edge of the field hey, somewhere. They wouldn't let us do that. You've called a game from a hotel room before, if I remember correctly. No, from the studio over here when we had a we had a plane. We had, that was the first time we ever did that. We had a, we had a plane issue. The plane had an oil leak, and uh, and they were trying to get it fixed in time. And I'm like. No way in hell I'm getting on that plane. So we zipped down here. We sit over in the point studio, and Sully is when Sully was doing the games, and he called the game off the TV. And, and what a great game! Oh what a great game! What was. a great game it was too. But uh, but now, so <clears> let's <throat> get back to this game. You're playing the defending OVC champs at home. It ought family day ought to be an electric atmosphere. Four o'clock kickoff ought to be a great fall day. Perfect day. You've got tremendous football players in Conway. You've got some really good football players coming down from Southeast Missouri. It's going to come down to a player two. And it needs to be a cleaner game for UCA. You know, you throw a late fourth quarter pick. You had a terrible penalty on a punt return. You almost let Southern Utah steal the game there at the end. You can't do that against better teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they'll play a better team this week. And I'm sure they'll get that cleaned up. And uh, it's hard to beat the Bears on the stripes. So Southeast Missouri is playing for their season. They're one and three. They cannot afford another. They've loss. had a tough schedule. They have. Yeah, but uh, they were picked to win their league. They got some work to do for yep. sure. They can't afford another Division One loss. And really for the Bears too, they've got basically one game they can lose the rest of the way unless they win the conference championship. Which again, this wouldn't hurt them in that regard. So, but there's a lot of pressure I think on both teams here. Absolutely, and uh, you know you like your chances with uh, with Powell with that running back group, of course, yep. McIlvain, and then you've got all those animals on defense. So uh, Wilson came up big again last week. So yep. I do like the Bears' chances, but they've got to clean up the penalties. All right, let's move on to UAPB. Disappointing game. They couldn't get the offense going last week. Yeah, and again, they were playing one of the top defenses in, in Southern. Um, you know, but, yeah, they got beat, what, 28 to nothing, but it, they didn't get blown out of their own stadium. So, I mean, there are some pieces there that just, you know, they need, they need another recruiting class or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Southern's a really good team in that division, and uh, I didn't expect UAPB to win. Uh, I'm sure they wish they would have played better, but, uh, you know, there are some pieces there, and there is a foundation being laid. And this week? Mississippi Valley State, so that you've got a chance to go on the road and uh, make some corrections and uh, – you know, I don't know if they'll be favored to win, but it's a game that they certainly can win. Jerry Rice is on the monitor. Go That's get him. Right. Go yep. get you some. Yep. Okay. Yep. Division uh, Division two games, coach, from last week. Um, you know, I don't have the scores down here, but pretty much everybody held serve. Yep. Uh, you've got now Harding and 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 Washita undefeated in the conference. In a couple of weeks, we'll we'll figure you know some of that out. Henderson and Southern Arkansas are sitting, you know, with one loss, one game back. Uh, um, I mean, uh, the other thing is Arkansas Tech got off the the schneid. I mean, yeah. congratulations to Coach Ship; they got their first victory, and hopefully that's uh, uh, more to come. But this week is a lot of Oklahoma Arkansas games. Uh, nothing really sticks out to me. Uh, I think Oklahoma Baptist and Southern play this mm-hmm. week, and Oklahoma Baptist is pretty good. So uh, hopefully uh, SAU can get through that one. But uh, and Washington go to uh, Ada, right, and play East Central. East Central. East Central seems to be down a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's always a tough trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Coach Knight's veteran coach. He'll have his troops ready to go. Uh, Harding, I think, has maybe Southern Nazar yeah. or Northwest Oklahoma. So uh, I look for the Arkansas schools to hold serve this week, and then. I mean, we're in mid-season already, guys. You know, so know. it's crazy. Uh, it is crazy, but uh, but again, congratulations to uh, to Arkansas Tech coach Ship getting off the off the bubble there. Friday night, our Birch Tree Communities High School game of the week is Lake Hamilton at Greenbrier. What are we? Uh, what else are we looking at this week? Catholic. What's like? I don't know. I just yeah, got back yeah. in town. Give me a break. I haven't thought about that yet. No, there's a couple good with CAC Pottsville. That's uh, that, that? that maybe for Pottsville. That's that Pottsville. could be for yep. the the, the yep. uh, conference title. Mommel um, or Joe T, and that becomes an interesting yep. game because Mommel beat Pottsville. That's a big win. Mills, Mills last week. That was a little bit of a surprise Thursday night. So uh, a little extra time for Mommel oh, to get ready. You. Here's yep. a good one. Mills Pine Bluff. That's a couple of future Razorbacks yes. playing each other. Five A Central. Mills yep. losing last week. This is a must win. Must game win for them. for them against a really good Pine Bluff team, and then. Uh, and course, Conway Cabot. Yeah, I was got it. Conway and Cabot's one. always a rival a game. One. And uh, 
two of the top been. three teams in the seven A Central. Yeah, Catholic can't afford another loss. So you know, we talked no. about going to West Memphis and West Memphis being a good team. They beat yeah. them twenty one fourteen last week. Uh, um, I talked about crazy things happening down at Crossit. Warren escaped Crossit. Barely. Yeah. yeah, barely. So. Uh, uh, but the Mamel win over Mills, that was an eye-opener for yeah. us. And so that makes the Joe T game a really big game for both programs this week. Yeah, big one for Coach Moppin. All right, 10.50, you've got to hit a break. Stick around. Talk some NFL. Tell me yeah. how, how you can fix Daniel Jones and Zach Wason. i for him over yeah. here on okay. the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Looky here. Look at here. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that. Guadagni Chevrolet right now is going to make a deal for you. They want to sell some cars, get rid of those 2023s because the 2024s are coming. Great finance rates on the Silverados, the Equinox. they got plenty of those in stock right now. Go to the website, GuadagniChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Take a, lot, take a look at all the deals they have going right now. And they're still paying top dollar for quality trade-in vehicles. They're selling a bunch of previously owned vehicles. So those are flying off the lot, and they need new ones to replace it. So if you've got a good used car, right now, take it out to Guadagni Chevrolet. See what they'll give you for that vehicle. They'll they'll make you happy. They'll get you out of a bad note right now, put you in a better situation. Head on out to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville and see our buddies at Guadagni Chevrolet. Trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Just because I'm a freak don't mean that we can hit the sheets. Maybe I can see that you don't recognize me. I'm Doc G, the one who put the satin on your panties. Never knew a that could share me. I get a the Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it is changing their life. And the best part? No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Think about that for a minute. And people are feeling like their self again with no pain. QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas and Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior Noses. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for Rainwater Boston. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Questions? 10.55, yeah, we got some questions for Coach Conk. Let's get to it uh, because I got a list here of the highest paid coaches, and I didn't figure you wanted to go through that. 
<laughs> they make a lot of money. Well, it's just crazy. Like, I was like, golly, really? That guy? I guess. Yeah, pretty good. Anyway. Happy Campy wants me to ask Coach, what is the number one way he would personally negate an over-aggressive defense? Something come like we saw at A&M when they started bringing the out, you know, five, six every time because they knew Arkansas couldn't stop it. What would you do to uh, try to slow that down? Screen game would be the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, receiver screens, hit screens, uh, get the ball out quick. Uh, the other thing would be to uh, have some type of check to go to max protection, uh, and now you got one-on-ones all over the field and get the ball out your hand as quick as you can uh, and try to hit some big plays. But I would start with the screen game. And uh, uh, RPOs are still good. I mean, they're, they're, you know, but they are slower developing. But my first thought would be screens. Red zone and short yardage issues have been a problem for the last two seasons, Coach. Mm-hmm. And we've got two different offensive coordinators. And I don't know what the answer is. you have a thought on that? Yeah, run the 250-pound quarterback. Okay. Thank you. Uh, period. I yes. mean, whether you put him under center or design runs with him going downhill with the running back as, In the, front extra, of him as, the, as the extra blocker. And uh, my son made a living doing that. Uh, at you know, Zach was six five, two thirty five, two forty. Made a living. I mean, he scored thirty five touchdowns as a quarterback in three years. You know, and whenever we got into short yardage or whenever we got into the goal line, people knew it. But you got to stop it. And we've got an extra blocker. And um, uh, so the answer to that would be run your two hundred and fifty pound quarterback more. Well, what do you think about uh, changing the potential? And Pittman's just said they're going to experiment with it. I guess in practice this week, but. Maybe possibly moving your center out to right guard or right, yeah, right left guard, your left guard to right tackle, your right tackle to center. Yeah, he we, feels like they have the five guys out there, but they may be in the wrong position. What what game is this? Six. Yeah, it's pretty hard to be messing with that chemistry. Uh, although it may still be the same five guys, um, but it's communication, you know, techniques are different. Um, I the. If they're going to make moves, they need to do it as seamless as possible. Uh, because I think any time you start messing with the offensive line it, this late in the season, uh, it's probably probably not a good thing to be doing, and it's probably something that doesn't have a great chance for out, a positive outcome. I just mm-hmm. think it's not like playing your backup running back at running back. Now you're talking about a guard playing tackle, guy on the right side going to the left side. So, Coach, they're uh, just big people blocking other big people. What difference does it make? Well, our people aren't big enough aren't big enough to block their people right now. <laughs> You're saying. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you think about Kudis is supposed to be their strongest guy, mm-hmm. bigger guy at center. Yeah. Make it help on I don't know. I heard Lim- sneak. I thought Limber's going to be an All-American. That's what I heard. What happened? What happened? You're going to put him at left guard. Those what the two hell happened? Combo block. Hey, let's be positive. Go Hawks. Let's, let's, let's give okay. ourselves a chance. KJ's going home. Let's give ourselves a chance. My fantasy team's in the toilet. The Razorbacks are struggling. Thank God for the Bears, Coach. That's all I can say. Hey, at least we don't live in New York. That's I, true. I mean, the media has got to be... You better take, you take your boy down to New Orleans get it together, too. That offense is making me mad. What the heck happened I don't that? know. Got too many weapons. Car's not right, either. That's another thing. Yes, Wes? DeWitt, cross it. Five seconds. Four seconds. Go Eagles. Three seconds. DeWitt. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their Casasa checking accounts. With Casasa, earn up to 6% APY, cash rewards with no minimum balance, and refunds on ATM fees. Stop by Alcoa's new branch in Sheridan and open a free Casasa checking account or apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast.